Well, this morning we have a guest joining us here on our program by phone. Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd is with us here this morning. We want to talk about a few issues that are important to Iowans and important to her as she begins her term. Thanks for joining us this morning, Brenna. Appreciate it very much. Oh, you bet. Glad to do it. Of course, this is almost like home for you. It is, you know, because I'm from Dexter, uh, and my husband and our son, uh, we live on my grandpa's old farm in Guthrie County, uh, there in the corner in rural Dexter. Do you think that the the rural experience that you had, the rural upbringing, allows you to bring something, a different kind of a perspective to the Attorney General's office? You know, it really, it really does, and I I didn't realize this until I was older, but being born and raised on a farm uh, and learning how to work hard and get the job done, that's probably the most valuable thing uh, that I was uh, taught during my life and just appreciate that chance to grow up on a farm. Of course, as a prosecutor, I know you've worked in Washington, D.C. as well. You've had a chance to see and experience a lot of the issues that folks are facing, not just here close to home, but around the country, and those kind of all fold over at times. And I know you're pushing really hard on certain topics here as you get your term started. Uh, victim services is one. Are we underserving the victims that uh, of crime here in this state? Well, I think all too often the criminal justice system forgets about crime victims and the focus is on defendants and on the crime, but not on the victims. And I think that is something we have to work on. Uh, we in our office are doing a bottom-up, top-down audit of all victim services to make sure that we're serving victims. So we've been meeting with, with law enforcement and prosecutors and victim services organizations to just focus on what can we do to serve victims. Yeah, and we talk about a term like victim services. Specifically, what, what types of things are you talking about that we can improve upon? Well, making sure that the services are available in every county for victims uh, and making sure that the services are what victims need, uh, whether it's counseling referrals or uh, housing, you know, the things that will help someone recover from being a victim of a crime. Many times just the awareness that those services are available. That's right. Just knowing that they exist, where to go and how to access those services and, and how to access the help also of a victim advocate. That's an important person uh, in the process that will help guide a victim through the process and be there for them as they're going through the legal process and the aftermath of a crime. Very good. I want to talk about fentanyl as well. I know that's one thing that you're focused on is also. We hear about the fentanyl issue, and we sometimes think that's one that's far, far away in more of the metro areas or maybe in the southern part of the U.S. near the border where so much of that seems to be flowing over. But it spreads very rapidly, doesn't it? Oh, the fentanyl has spread throughout Iowa. It's in rural Iowa suburbs, the, the urban areas, and it does come across the southern border. That's part of the problem, but it's everywhere in Iowa, and the number of people, especially young people, dying of overdose is way up. I think 470 people died of a drug overdose in 2021. What do you want to accomplish with regard to fentanyl? Is it awareness? Is it prosecution? How do you want to attack this? Fentanyl is deadly, and drugs like fentanyl and methamphetamine are really uh, destroying rural Iowa, like the places that, that we live. It's very hard to have those things available um, and hurting our small towns. So it has to be an all-of-the-above strategy. So uh, drug dealers need to be prosecuted. We need to have awareness so that people understand don't use fentanyl. Even one dose of fentanyl can kill someone, can end a young person's life. You know, make sure that people know that if they know someone who's 
addicted to drugs, that they know the resources to try to get them some help and some treatment uh, so that uh, they don't end up as an overdose statistic. It's sad. You know, and I've read, and I know you have as well, so many stories uh, where folks didn't, they weren't even aware they were taking fentanyl. It's mixed in with other drugs. That can happen. So drug dealers will sometimes mix fentanyl in with other drugs to try to make those other drugs more attractive to people uh, and, uh, you know, have uh, people get more addicted to them. So that's a real problem. I think the message there has to be there is no safe way to use illegal drugs. They're they're dangerous. And when someone's buying drugs from a drug dealer, it's not the same as, as a pill from a pharmacist or something that could be safe. So these are dangerous, illegal drugs. You should and, not use them and you get help. Yeah, and you touched on this already, but it folds right into another issue that's big for you. I know you've got a bill that you're pushing that to, to increase penalties for drug dealers. That fits right into this, but is that the way to attack this? That's one important way to attack it. We need to uh, increase those penalties for drug dealers who who give someone uh, a drug that causes their overdose deaths. Right now, that is not punished under Iowa law, and it should be. I think those those victims and their families deserve justice in our criminal system. But we have to work on all parts of this problem. It's it's a serious problem, and it needs our full effort. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. It's it's something that uh, that folds over into all those areas again, rural and urban. It doesn't seem to matter where exactly you live. You're going to run into these types of situations, and they destroy families. Yes. Oh, I think a lot of people would have uh, stories of people that they know, friends or family, that have become addicted to to substances, drugs or alcohol, and what that's meant for their family. It's really tough for a family to go through. I think the good news, though, is that there are services, and while recovering from an addiction isn't easy, it can be done. Sure, sure. Well, there are so many issues to attack, and I'm sure you will over time, but uh, these are some of the ones that you picked out here early on. Why are these important to focus on early in your administration? Well, I want to bring the experience that I gained being a county attorney, a prosecutor, to the attorney general's office to serve Iowans and want to work with our law enforcement and prosecutors and our crime victims I think, uh, like a lot of people do, I want to make Iowa a better place, and I know that in the Attorney General's office, we can be part part of that solution and part of working to solve these problems. Have you gotten a lot of feedback as you visited the state, not just campaigning, but also since you've assumed the office? Have you gotten a lot of feedback from folks on the ground about these specific issues? Oh, I have. You know, uh, in fact, uh, we meet with people... Uh, in every county is the goal, and we are are getting feedback on these issues, mental health issues, uh, a lot of meetings with law enforcement. We want to make sure that we can understand the challenges in every part of the state and help with training or any other resources that we can bring to bear to help our, our law enforcement. You know, I strongly support our law enforcement. I think uh, they are heroes with a good heart, and I'm so thankful for them. Sure, sure. Brenna, of course, we've had, we had a longtime attorney general prior to your uh, winning the election here recently and assuming that office. Uh, so are there m- big changes in, in the way you are approaching the office, approaching the job, as opposed to some of the things that, that were, were done before? There are some pretty big changes because, uh, you know, there are some things we see very differently. Some things would be more similar. But, you know, one big change is I promise that I will be in every county in Iowa every year so that I can listen to Iowans and not just stay in Polk County. And then I think the second big change is uh, when the Biden administration goes too far with their overreach and they violate our laws and constitution, 
I will file lawsuits and join with other state AGs and take them to court to put a stop to it. Okay. Are you where you want to be right now in getting this office settled for your, the direction you want to take it? Well, I have to say I'm never quite where I want to be because I think there's still more work to do. You know, we just get up every day, uh, work hard and do what we can and then uh, do it all again the next day. So we're still, I'd say, in this hard work stage, but um, I just know nothing much gets done without hard work, so I'm glad to do it. Very good. All right. Well, some of the important topics working on right now, and we appreciate the uh, the hard work and, and seeing some of the fruits of that labor come to fruition here pretty soon as well. Brenna Bird is Iowa Attorney General, joined us here by phone this morning to talk about some of those issues important to uh, her and to Iowans in general. Brenna, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you.